0: Check, check, yes, yes. Yes, 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 welcome. Welcome to Z Lord Pettipode. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've done made the world's worst podcast, and it's been a while. Yeah, dude, I'm recording right now. Coming to you live from the motherfucking dungeons of Texas, um, where fake goddamn liberals don't make it back. And I tell you what, it is weird walking around in a t-shirt, t-shirt, in a t-shirt, in and shorts, and hearing Christmas music because I feel like it's maybe June or something. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel like the winter. But yeah, I know, sorry, it's if you care, sorry, it's been a minute. been a grit since uh, we've done this thing, but I've just been slammed. and it's kind of nice doing this podcast right now. I'm literally laying on an air mattress at my auntie's house in Texas because I just left my fucking life behind and I packed up my car. I had a slow car. It a getaway. And uh I drove down to Texas to start over. And um I've nothing lined up, dude, and it's terrifying. But you know what? I had to get out of Washington because Washington is the devil as foosball, and it's cold, and uh too many people hate me up there, and I honestly kind of fear walking down the street sometimes. I haven't even been down to Seattle in a long time, just in the possibility that somebody... You know, it's like you literally have to fear... You literally have to fear for your safety when you make fun of uh, stupid people up there because the stupid people are violent as <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. Somebody come and fucking headbutt you with their big forehead. It's got orange hair attached to the top. But, like, artificial. I'm not saying anything about gingers. Gingers are, like, an endangered species because... Gingers and midgets are the last people we're allowed to make fun of. And uh, I don't think that's right. You know, I think it's either everybody or everything or nobody or everybody is what I'm trying to say. Um, I actually, I get offended when people think I'm ginger. When I was really little, people would be like, oh, are you an albino? Because uh, I had such white hair. And uh, so then when the when the sun hits it properly, sometimes I think my beard looks orange or something. Then somebody calls me a ginger and I just, I do not identify as a ginger. I just uh, don't. I identify as Antonio Banderas. Uh, So yeah, quit that bullshit. But yeah, I think it's been at least three weeks since I've done a podcast. It's just been, uh, it's weird. I've been, I've been super busy, but not, you know what I mean? It's either like chaos or just complete confusion of what now. And uh, I, I performed well in chaos. Chaos is my shit. That's why I think I finally made the decision where I'm going to take a plunge and really get into politics and really get involved. And because I've realized it's the only... I've been interviewing at like these logistics companies and tech companies and sales roles and a lot of like weird boiler room types. I actually didn't go. I was supposed to go to a interview for a legal website today and I just told them like you know what I'm 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 good like thank you but I'm not going to further my application because I want to do something that matters. I want to do something important in my life and I don't want to sit there in a boiler room uh hounding attorneys to use our website. It's just not. I went to uh this job interview the other day. It was so funny because they want the applicants to be. It's this place called TQL in Austin, and what it is, it's it's a logistics company, and I think what they do is they kind of prey on a lot of young, fresh out of college people. Um, I mean, the salary looks promising. I did my research, and it is there if you stick it through. If you do, if you put in, you know, two or three years, but it's it's crazy. Like you have to sign. So I had my first interview, went good, and I had my second interview, and. You know, and they tell you, well, these are the expectations. You need to work 645 to 415 minimum Monday through Friday. And then you need to work two Saturdays every weekend. It's like, uh... and then they got all these kids brainwashed with like, oh, it's how bad do you want it? We're only looking for the hardest workers. And it's like, you know, you get these young, like really ambitious that don't know better dumb kids that say, oh yeah, well. There's working hard and there's working smart, you know, and there's a thing where, so when you go in this office, they had like pop a shot and uh, that, I don't know why I can never remember the name of this fucking game where you throw the bag through the hole in the board in the ground uh, that drunk people play that you play like tailgating, you know, they had that in the office and (laughs) the funniest thing was I was sitting there next to this guy just shadowing him this broker because basically what you are, you're a logistics broker for like trucking routes So you would have to call, you'd have to contact customers that have to move freight and then you connect them with the truck. And depending on how high you can sell the customer on moving the freight and how much the truck would cost, you take the profit. So I mean, with a couple of clicks of a mouse, you make like 600 bucks, you know, but uh, it's just not, it's just too, too soul sucking for me right now. And I'd rather go uh battle the sjw's and work on campaigns and stuff like that but anyways um so i'm sitting next to this guy who was socially awkward as fuck he like kept touching his face and i don't know he's just weird so i'm like all right well if this guy's in sales i would be running this bitch in a year but he he was telling me about like how You know, you got to be a hard worker this, you know, trying to be all serious, but like couldn't look me in the eye. (laughs) And then this guy walks by me and he just rips a vape in the, (laughs) in the corridor, like right next to this dude's cubicle. Even though it wasn't a cubicle, it was like an open thing, it was just a bunch of desks, you know, call center. And this one dude walks by, he's got a tattoo on the back of his head, some Chinese symbol. Like you can see it barely through his hair and he just rips a vape. So I'm like, okay, what you guys have built here is you've built the facade of this really fun, fun for millennials place where you make it as comfortable as possible for them to push them as fucking hard as you possibly can. Um, Basically a big old boiler room. And I straight up told them I, I don't want to do the Saturday thing. So they, you know, they said I was going to tell them I'm not going to take the job anyways. And then they sent me an email being like, we regret to inform you. We're going with other candidates. I'm like, no, because see what you're doing is you're looking for anybody that's dumb enough to buy into the concept of if they put in the time and the the, the, the hard work. Nah, dude, people, people, it's predatory behavior, bro. Those people sitting in that office for 60 hours. So they say, oh, you get a base plus commission. So they start you off at 50 thou and then they say, plus commission. So you think, okay, well, if you make these sales, you start doing the math. But then it's like, you have to hit, you have to hit the minimum quota of whatever to even start getting. It's basically, I don't know if there's a term for you, like base. And then if you hit your base, which I'm sure most of these people don't even do, basically they give you 50 grand a year to work like 60 hours a week. And yeah, you can suck my fucking balls on that dude. Um, but anyway, guy, <laughs> when I drove down to Texas, it was m- miserable. I'm never making who, who goes on road trips unless you have an RV or something like that. Road trips kind of suck. I'd rather fly. I'd rather fly because I can just get shit housed at the airport and then sit my ass on an airplane. And I always get the window seat, even though I got a weak bladder. And then I have to get the person sit next to me. I got to stand up like six times to go piss. Uh, because I was sipping gin and juice at the airport because I'm terrified to fly. So basically, I don't even want to go anywhere because road trips suck, uh, flying sucks, teleportation needs to really come around. Elon Musk, get on it. Uh, It was weird. Last night, I was going to tweet that there should be an age limit on how old somebody can be to run for office. And then I woke up this morning and Elon Musk tweeted it. So I think him and I are on the same brainwave. And I'm basically a rocket scientist. And I'm going to put it into his head for him to uh, get me a good job at Tesla. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, but when I drove down to Texas in my little lesbian Ford Escape. I was really worried about it because I'd having a was having a bunch of issues with the car, but I I just couldn't I couldn't even say goodbye to anybody buddy back home. It's this weird childhood trauma seed in my brain where I hate saying goodbye to people. It's just weird. I don't like that attention. I don't like having birthday parties. I don't like saying goodbye to people. I hate undeserved attention. Like if I'm doing something in the arts or whatever, and I'm bringing attention upon myself for the work I'm doing, I love that obviously. But just to get attention for something that. I would be doing anyways, or I did nothing about. Uh, it's not my jam. DJ, play my jam, jam. Do you guys remember that Kim K song? Um, I remember my dad almost caught me beating off to it when I was like in eighth grade. Um, yeah, and it was on MTV or something. God, she's old, dude. And I'm sick of people saying that she's so out of Pete's League. People that the, the world is so brainwashed about like, putting women on this pedestal. I mean, like, I love and respect women. But also, uh, they get something out of it, too. You know? It's not like... They get something out of relationships, too. So... Uh, and Pete is extremely funny. Uh, the King of Staten Island and uh, Big Time Adolescence were two of my favorite movies. Like, my probably my top two movies in the last, like, five years. And... I think too, cause Pete kind of reminds me of this guy I grew up with. who was kind of the ringleader growing up who had a huge influence on my personality. My, because in the neighborhood I grew up, I was the youngest one. Like all my friends were older. So I really looked up to all these guys and really, uh, that's why I always laugh. You know, when people call me funny or whatever the fuck it's like, dude, I'm just a combination of all these ratchet as people, uh, that I grew up with. And I just took a little page out of each one of their book and, saw what made them <laughs> like these guys without even trying. They were just hilarious. But uh, yeah, Pete reminds me of kind of our ring leader. His name was Milo. Um, And I've always, I've always liked him. I've always liked him a lot. Pete Davidson. And then he is with Kim K and he's like, Oh, she's so out of his league. Blah, blah. Like why? What does she do? Like what? She made a sex tape with Ray J and she made a bunch of money. Like we're not supposed to objectify women, but we're objectifying uh, on the positive spectrum because she looks like every other woman with 20k to blow on plastic surgery they all just buy the same fucking face I literally I call it the face all these women just go out and buy the face and so they all just look like Kim Kane. so like I don't know anything about her personality maybe she's a really cool person I guess you know I mean trust me I would love to dip my dong in that family but uh, you know talking like Pete's talented as fuck dude and it's got to be pretty uh, refreshing for her to date that guy after Kanye's weird ass, especially you get these two megalomaniacs together in a relationship. And who would have thought that that wasn't going to work out? Right. I don't know, dude. Anyways, I think I was talking about driving down to Texas was my main thing. Uh, I got so lucky with the overnight because I just won it. Um, I'm, Unfortunately, overconfident in myself. i just be like, nah, I'll figure it out. Nah, I'll, whatever will happen, I'll figure it out. I don't really prepare for shit. And I just start driving and uh, I'm somewhere in Idaho and I realized, okay, I've been driving for like 12 hours straight and listening to Dave Grohl's book and then all of a sudden, like I just listened to an entire audio book and I look at the duration. It was like 11 hours. I was like, okay, I should probably take a rest. And um. I noticed I was kind of low on gas and I look up nearest gas station and at first I pulled off at this truck stop and it just didn't feel right. Not a truck stop, like it's just a normal rest stop, you know, where they got the metal jail toilets where if your balls touch them, you'll instantly get gonorrhea. Um, and so I type in nearest gas station and it was a place called Love's and I never heard of Love's before. But it's basically the most gangster gas station you can ever imagine because they let you just park there and overnight. And there was a subway inside, there was a McDonald's inside, they even had showers. I didn't use the showers, but basically, I still had a sleeping bag in my car from when I was fishing. And I just pulled in this parking lot and I parked next to a bunch of trucks. And it was cool because some of the trucks were running and I couldn't hear them, but they were like vibrating in the ground. So it kind of shook me to sleep. So I got a quick like four hours four hour snooze in, uh, even though it was cold as fuck and i've never i don't think i've ever slept in a car before um but yeah then i woke up super early and drove to fucking i think yeah i think i made it to boise i think my first yeah my first day goal was to make it to boise and somewhere there i found this loves by a complete accident i was gonna get a hotel but save myself some trap months and slept in the car And didn't even get fingered by a trucker. And then I drove. Then my next goal was Salt Lake City. And I hit Salt Lake City. Actually, oh my God. I made some great time. Because my goal was to get to Salt Lake City the next day. But I made it all the way to fucking Albuquerque. And I tell you what. New Mexico is the most depressing place I have ever seen in my life. As soon as I hit, like driving through Utah was gorgeous. It was the most gorgeous place I've ever seen in my life, but it was funny because all the billboards were these super, super conservative billboards, you know, pro-life, go to church, all this shit. And then there's just a big Las Vegas sign, like the route to Las Vegas, just right in the middle of Salt Lake City. So it's like, meh, I wonder how many of these really churchy Mormon peeps just zip off to Vegas, uh, unanimous not unanimously what's the word what people don't know uh, anonymously uh, anonymously dip off to Las Vegas for a weekend and go bring back things to whatever the Mormon version of repenting is but uh, yeah Utah was super gorgeous but then literally as soon as I hit New Mexico the roads were like fucking I thought people were gonna start it was like those brick Mormon roads you know and uh, it was scary. I hit I hit this place. I think it was called Ship Rock, And it was literally... And I was kind of scared because at this point, I'd already been driving for like six hours or so, or probably even more. I mean, I was starting to get tired. And New Mexico literally scared the shit out of me. I've never been scared like that before because I was like, I don't want it to get dark here because there's nothing around. There's barely any gas stations. And these roads are just all sorts of fucked up. I was so worried about getting a flat tire out there and uh once i yeah so once i hit this town called ship rock literally all you saw was mobile homes liquor stores churches and these billboards about not killing yourself i've never seen poverty like that in my life it was like and i think that was actually an indian reservation Uh, and it reminded me of my friend mike who's a paramedic <laughs> who will just tell like the funniest offhand stories cause they are just nothing to him. And to me, it's just like the most mind blowing shit. I mean, stories that I would tell every day to everybody if I ever experienced them. Cause we were talking about, uh, native Americans at one point or just poverty or something like that. And he was talking about how, I mean, the most poverty he's ever seen has been on Indian reservations. And the first time he ever went out to one, <laughs> he had to deliver a baby on a dirt floor. And he just told me this so casually that he, yeah, he went on a call and then, uh, like, you delivered a baby on a floor? He's like, yeah, dude. And his thing, like, he was talking about how the, it was a dirt floor. Like, I don't know if I just meant the floor inside the house was super dirty or if they just literally did not have any linoleum and it was just dirt. Um, yeah, that baby's probably already drinking, drinking fire water. But uh, anyways, New Mexico was... Goddamn terrifying. In my car, it's got this stupid auto start thing where if you push the brake in, it'll kill the engine. And I always, I usually always turn it off, but it kind of has a mind of its own and usually it doesn't even work. So sometimes I forget to turn it off. And so I'm mobbing through New Mexico. Um, I'm mobbing by like Billy the Kid's grave, which made me also think about these guys out in the old Western times. Why were you doing that? It's taken me... Hours in a car to go from town to town. So it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing out there on horseback, like riding into these little shitty villages? Like, how'd you guys, how'd you guys even survive out there? How'd you do it? And why'd you do it? Like, go up north, go north or go somewhere else. I don't know. It seemed terrible, but anyways. um, I'm almost out of New Mexico. I'm almost at the border of Texas and I'm sitting at a stoplight and all of a sudden my fucking car like turns off, you know, it does that auto start thing and I'm just delirious at this point because I just bombed through New Mexico. I've never wanted to get out of anywhere more than I wanted to get out of New Mexico. I'm pretty sure when you die and you're a bad person if reincarnation is a thing you're born on a dirt floor in Mexico delivered by Mike Baus. Anyways, um, I'm sitting at a stoplight and these roads, the roads throughout entire New Mexico were just so fucked just so extremely fucked up and bad for your car. And like I said, I got this little Ford escape with these little wheels and I was just terrified. My tire was going to fucking pop. And I'm sitting at this stoplight and all of a sudden the car turns off. So I'm like, Oh, it's, well, it's just the auto start thing. And then all of a sudden it jolts, it like it jolts. And I see my hubcap rolling past me. So I think I got a flat tire. I'm like, fuck. And then, uh, I try to go and the car doesn't go like the car, the engine just dies and I'm in a panic. I'm at the very front of the light and I'm in a panic and I start flicking the key and the car's not turning on. I'm like, dude, what is happening right now? And I don't know why something, my brain told me, okay, yeah, put the car back in park. So I put it in car park and at least the car fires back on. And then, uh, I pull off, you know, turn on my hazards and go and check my tire and of course, because in my mind, I'm like, okay, I have a flat tire. Of course, then the tire looked kind of flat, but it really wasn't. And I thought about going back out into the street and grabbing my hubcap, but it seemed <laughs> too dangerous. And so I look up a tire shop and I go to this because I'm thinking, because uh, I got my tires rotated before I drove down there. And it said something to get tighten your tires after four 500 miles or something like that. And I'd probably driven at least 2000 at this point. So I'm thinking, well, how the fuck did my hubcap come flying off? And I still don't understand it. I was literally sitting at a standstill and my hubcap popped off. And so I'm thinking, okay, is my tire loose? Because I've driven these 2000 miles and these roads are like the, the, I have nothing. I mean, I have nothing to describe how bad these roads were. And uh, so I find a tire shop and I go, there's like a discount tire. And of course, I'm the only white person in there, which is okay, because that's what most of my life has been. And then, so I have so much swag and uh, I tell the guy what happens. Like, yeah, can you guys just make sure my tires aren't falling off? So he comes out and it's like this younger kid and he's tightening mine. And of course, like (laughs) my tires were fucking loose. So luckily that hubcap flew off. Otherwise I probably would have had a tire fly off my car somewhere in New Mexico because the roads were just that fucked up. They were bringing my tires off my car is what I'm trying to say. Then once I hit Texas, that shit was gorgeous. Uh, I mean, it was still like another 10 hours. Once I hit Texas, I can't believe how good time I made. I mean, I'm not, I've never driven like that before. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, it's been weird how much time Uh, 23 minutes 23 minutas yeah dude just been chilling chilling with the fams doing that trying to get set up so uh, shout out to all you Texans because you've built a beautiful place and I want to reap all the benefits of it by being I'm actually embarrassed to drive around with my Washington plates because they probably think I'm one of these one of these cunts moving out here that's uh, trying to shift the social climate because I don't know why anybody would do that, but anyways, uh, just wanted to do a little checkety check, check, checking in. Okay, that's all I wanted to do. If anybody has a hundred thousand dollar a year job in the Austin area for me, hit me up. I'm probably unqualified, but uh, I'm a real quick learner, and I mean, you listen to this because. You have some sort of faith in me, so there's that. But anyways, I'm going to sign out. There's no... It's actually... I don't know if I already said this, but I've been thinking it the whole time. It's really nice recording this without the cameras. But uh, yeah. Uh, don't do drugs. And you guys take care of yourselves. And please leave a rating and tell somebody about the podcast. All right? All right by biatches I mean friends